0: Understaffed, insufficiently equipped, and inadequately trained. Those are the main conclusions of a report released this week on Capitol Hill security in the aftermath of the January 6th riot. Among the recommendations, adding body cameras, improved intelligence coordination, and increasing the size of the Capitol Hill police force. This comes on the heels of police reform legislation passed by the U.S. House of Representatives called the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Well, joining us to explain more is Randy Peterson. Mr. Peterson is senior researcher of the policing initiative at the Texas Public Policy Foundation. Randy, thank you for being with us. So first, let's just discuss this report in general. What do you think of retired Army General Honoré's recommendations?
1: Well, the use of body cams, I think, is not uh, problematic. In fact, I think it's mostly welcomed by law enforcement. I believe the the data shows that um, body camera use tends to exonerate uh, the police far more often than it implicates them in any wrongdoing. So um, that's not necessarily pro- problematic. I do find it a little bit um, ironic that the the same side of the aisle that um, spent all last summer calling to defund the police wants the police directly around them to be increased, um, which... 800 new officers would be a dramatic increase in in funding so I, that part is uh is interesting to me to say the least
0: it is now some people would say it's overreacting a little bit critics are not downplaying of course the seriousness of the january 6th riot but after all it was the first like it in u.s history one in over 200 years so what has changed
1: Uh, Well, what has changed is that it's opportunistic for one side to point out uh, the rioting on the other side. um, You know, the the left spent almost eight months to a year ignoring the fact that most of our major cities were on fire. Um, And then for a single day, uh, what in comparison is a a minor riot in comparison to the 100-plus days that Portland and Seattle were uh, were rioting, um, there was an immediate response. They found the word violence again. Um, it, it, it just seems, it's, it's very hypocritical, I guess, to say the least. And then this is not to justify what happened on January 6th by any means. That was horrible.
0: Of course. Well, let's look at the George Floyd Act that was passed by the House recently. Most people probably support eliminating police chokeholds, no-knock warrants. But the legislation also eliminates qualified immunity for police and redirects funding to community-based policing programs. So what do you think of those proposals?
1: Well, to go to the first point, um, you know, the, the, the public, uh, th- there is some consensus around banning chokeholds, but what we recognize as chokeholds is, you know, a cutting off of the airway, which no police department trains to do. Um, but a vascular neck restraint, which restricts blood flow, um, is used by some police departments and is almost always non-lethal. When you start to take away those kinds of tools, when you when you make uh, some legislation in certain parts of the country have made uh, multiple activations of the TASER deadly force or uh, the use of the, the vascular neck restraint deadly force, when you start to move those out of the realm that they're actually in, which is almost always uh, non-lethal, um, you take away a tool from the police and... A less lethal tool, which automatically begins to escalate their um their responses, right? and And they're not going to train in a uh, a system that is now classified as deadly force when they already train with their firearms for that purpose. Um, so you've really taken away a tool that can be life-saving and placed it into an arena that it doesn't belong. so that's that's one part. But the qualified immunity, uh, portion is very concerning i mean if you look at the language they put in there it's it's not even a defense if the officers acting in good faith um you know and and something goes goes terribly wrong that violates someone's uh, uh constitutional rights that, that there's there's not even that's not even considered a defense in there um, you know i'm i'm concerned that things like this even calling it the George Floyd Act right that you know there there's over 700,000 police officers in the country and only one of them put their knee on George Floyd's neck and to cast all of those fine men and women in that same category um, is, I mean, imagine what you would feel like if, if we you know, punished in a, a collective group for the sins of one member.
0: And finally, Randy, the defund police movement it seems like we're hearing less about that these days, but supporting police defunding may have cost Democrats some seats in the House in the last election. maybe that's why we're not hearing about it, but it's still being pushed by some politicians and communities. Tell us more about that
1: well, the, the defunding the police movement is is probably the most dangerous uh, sentiment that we have here you know that when you take away funding, um, you automatically have to cut training, and training is the most important mechanism by which we can improve policing. Um, you know, the, the part of the report saying that the Capitol Police were undertrained—that would go for almost every police department in the United States. They're not—they're not unique in that in that situation. They just don't have the funds to properly train the way that uh, that they should. Um, defunding compounds that; it makes it worse. It doesn't make it better. Um, if if you're looking to have less uh, bad use of force incidents, is ones that go really bad the worst way you could do that is to take away training from police and that's what defunding really does you know that we're gonna see it's gonna take a while to find out the effects on the generation of the teachers leaving uh... you know an entire generation behind by leaving the classrooms for over a year we won't know the effects of that for some time but if the police leave us we'll see the effects of that
0: tomorrow well it's hard to believe that anyone would want to be a police officer nowadays Randy Peterson of the Texas Public Policy Foundation, thank you for sharing your insights today.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.